everything that happens always has a what if question on the flip side. What if so-and-so athlete was born 10 years later? What if this actor played this role? Today, we we're looking at what if and random NBA questions. This week on the Going Off Topic podcast, the NBA grab bag. Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Audible is top of the audiobook game, and I know they have plenty of great NBA books. Head over to audibletrial.com slash goingofftopic to get your free trial and book today. That's audibletrial.com slash goingofftopic. Welcome to the Going Off Topic Podcast, part of the Anything But Credible Network. I'm your host, Kyle Fauché. Joining me in the studio, a diehard NBA fan, Dukes from Anything But Credible Podcast. And joining us on the other line, an NBA fan, our Kansas City correspondent, and he got a fresh haircut just for this podcast. <laughs> James, what's going on, man? How you guys doing? Doing good. As you can hear, I also have my, uh, my co-host, uh, Fiona. She is just a lot of a lot of knowledge about just basketball in general. <laughs> she's about to be one. Ooh. Um, so she's going to chime in here and there um, when, when I need it for support. So almost one means like we're almost at the dribbling age then we can start. <laughs> almost. Yeah. So right now she's just more of like drawing up plays. Like she has a really hard time watching like point guards like Jeff E and people because <laughs> it just, it drives her crazy. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I was gonna say it took it took James like almost twenty nine years to get on a podcast, and Hannah's or uh, Hannah Fiona's doing it under one year. What's I mean, it, she might have a well, future in this. Yeah, she's very demanding. Like, and, and <laughs> I hope at some point you hear that because she she just has a lot to say. Well, I mean, if you're so. gonna be drawing up the X's and O's, you gotta yeah. be able to be demanding to a certain point. Yeah, you, you kind of have to have that in you. Yeah, instinctively. It, yeah, she likes to think she's the coach of the family. <laughs> and and in some ways she's like owner player coach. So well, LeBron. I said I know for sure yeah, she's exactly. running running you and Hannah around. I know for sure she's chasing the cats around. So Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh so we heard from James Dukes. What's up with you, man? How you doing? Boshi, what's up, man? I'm doing good. Uh ready to talk some basketball. We, we not yeah. too long ago we talked about basketball, but oh, as we talked about last time in our media check-in, mm -hmm. there's never enough sure. basketball talk. Yeah. Also, I like uh, congratulations, I guess, to James on the Kansas City correspondent. I mean, that's pretty legit. Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, that, that's pretty solid. It's fresh off the top. Yeah. What what what, what does that make me? Anything? Co-host. What do I do? I get a cool. Well, I usually give you a, a new. A, I get a, a cool name every, thing every time. Yeah, yeah every right. episode that's you right. get one. Yeah, that's right. It's tough. It's getting tough to come up with stuff though. I gotta say, with that, <laughs> <laughs> it's because there's not that many things in the first place. <laughs> I just I just get disappointed that he doesn't ever introduce you by like. Your real name, Campbell. <laughs> I, I was, if I would have put, we should have had a better episode because I would have said, what is the time span that actually, the length of time actually in the recording that James would bring that up? He actually did it before <laughs> under beforehand. So, right on, right on, right on. Dude, I, you know, when somebody says that's what they would go by, that's what their Hollywood name would be. I'm like, I have to honor that request. Literally the only person that's brought that up and it was James. And now every time I talk to him, he asks me every time how, how Kane Balls is doing. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that, though. I love that you stick to a bit. Yeah. Uh, but with that being said, Foshi, let me spin it back to you, man. How are you doing? What's up with you? Uh, I'm doing well. You know, nothing nothing too exciting, nothing new. We just got off of the NBA All-Star break. 30 games left in the season. We're coming down to the end. So um, got, we got some, some interesting playoff races. But 
we're going to look today more at just some random NBA what if, uh, random NBA questions. I, I Every time I think of one of these, I, just, I have a note on my phone. I put them in and I figured you, you two would be uh, a great podcast to have the three of us on, three of us go around. I know we all have questions. We're all going to get some answers, but just some super random things that, I, that I've been thinking of. Uh, and we're all pretty avid NBA fans, which is going to, you know, it's going to make it great, interesting topics and conversations. So I think it'll be fun. We're just going to go around the table, give some questions. We'll all, we'll all give our answers to those questions. And, we'll, you know, we don't have really have a, have a, a set number of questions or anything. We're just going to kind of an NBA grab bag. We're going to go around and see what happens. Yeah, man. All right. Are you guys ready to jump into the questions? Do you yeah, have anything you'd like to start with? I, I, I would like to throw something out there. Um, just to side mention is that we... I don't know how much James actually, um, you know, his life has been pretty busy for the past yeah, year. I guess. But with that being said, I'd like to just <laughs> state out for the people out there that we are also um, league pass sharers. We're mm. all together in one unified, I guess, account yeah. in, in a way. So um, not that that's a huge detail, but I think that that will come into play in the conversation. <laughs> it's it's important. Yeah, it's important to know. Yeah. So. Okay. So does anybody have a question that they want to start with? Uh, if not, I have a I have an interesting one. I think that, that that could just kick off the conversation and make it super interesting. Let's roll with yeah, it. Man. I say go with it. My man. first question I've written down: super random. Does Adam Morrison make it in today's NBA? <laughs> Adam Morrison, the great Gonzaga college basketball player from I honestly can't even remember what year it was. The same year JJ Redick was was tearing up the college basketball. Oh, long hair, thin pencil stash, pencil oh, mustache, mustache. I mean. Was unbelievable in college. Got to the NBA and just kind of fanned out. Didn't make it. What today's NBA has definitely changed from the time that he was drafted. In today's NBA, uh, pace and space, three point. Does Adam Morrison make it as a role player, as a starter, or is he still just a washed out college player? What do you, What do you guys think? I think that's a fun question. I think best case scenario for him still would be like a Michael Beasley type. Mm. Like he's a role player, but he's like a vagabond that just okay. randomly shows up on other teams. <laughs> that, that's, a, that's a good point. I, it, it's always interesting and just extremely random when I turn on League Pass. Not anymore, but when I would turn on League Pass and I was like, oh, there's Michael Beasley, a guy that was unbelievable and just never panned out in the NBA, but was on like 15 teams. Yeah, uh, Dukes, what do you think? We'll see. I think this is, I think it's also very interesting. My, my, my short answer is yes. I, I think he would do just fine. Okay. Uh, much better than he did in yeah. <laughs> the uh, 06, 07, I think is when he came out. Yeah. He was in college for like 04. He actually yeah. was one of the finalists for 05. Wait, was he player of the I year? I think he won player of the he, year, right? He, he beat, he beat Reddick. Yeah, so that was 05, yeah. 06 that, that he won that, I think. Um, but it's interesting because what this exact scenario kind of reminds me of active players right now. People like who I thought just do, like really dominated and did really well in college. Like somebody like we've talked about before, like Evan Turner, who just, yeah. I think he was also player of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody who I think of right now comes to mind is Dougie McBuckets, who wasn't player of the year, but was <laughs> yeah. set all kinds of records. And now he just is kind of like a role player. Three, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Does he maybe 20 Plays minutes? Pacers, I yeah. don't know. I mean, you know, he's not like a player of the year candidate, or whatever, but what I, what I'm saying is Adam Morrison could be that guy, that number three, that, uh, out there, maybe he's even seventh guy off the bench, but like he could definitely just spot up, right? Like, yeah, he just spot up all day, right? So that was my. I said he could definitely make it. I think the game is more open for his style. Um, and actually, the guy I have written down with a question mark is Doug McDermott. Wow, I actually literally wrote Let's down. Go. So I was like, it's very interesting you say that because 
I think he's definitely as good of a shooter probably as McDermott and maybe even a better like Way slasher. better off the, dri- off the dribble. Yeah, too. off the dribble. I mean, Take guys a, off the dribble. That's what, see, that's the thing is he did that in college, right? Yeah. He, he had the ball. Like, from what I remember at least. Yeah. I know he would, they would run some sets from him and stuff, but in today's NBA, with, there's, with, like you said, there's so much space, yeah. more space out there. Oh, man. And he, and he's a, he was a big guy, he's too. Big. I mean, he was skinny, but tall. What? Yeah, man. I, I think he would do just fine. I, I would say Adam Morrison, today's NBA, Depending on the team, obviously, mm-hmm. the situation. Sure. I'm saying, man, give me at least an easy 15 a game. 15 points Ooh. in 15 yeah. minutes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Minutes no, points. You know, 15, points. 15 Let's minutes. Go. I don't, <laughs> Let's go. Dude, I think we're forgetting how slow of a player Adam, Adam Morrison was. He wasn't like lightning up the court. Like <laughs> he, he, he was a very slow-moving 6-7. I mean, here's the thing. He's not going to... So, Fauché's dream and his idol <laughs> Carmelo Anthony mm. okay Hall of, Fam- Hall of Famer future he, Hall of Famer he can't sh- he's not as good as a shooter as Carmelo no but like he could still pull up and hit three th- I mean he could play if he played for the Rockets he could hit three threes right that's nine points yeah. you're, you're almost there I mean obviously you need a couple more yeah. but you know what I mean I'm, yeah but I, I do think like there, as much as the NBA is more about you know shooting the three and running gun now like guys still got to be able to rebound. Guys still got to be able to do that stuff. And and Adam Morrison wasn't that guy. That's like, true. He just I he was so. never he was never an all around player. Like he dominated at Gonzaga, but once again he dominated at Gonzaga. <laughs> like name one Gonzaga star that's come out in the last ten years that's actually played well in the NBA. I'll give you one. Who you got? Demonis Sabonis. <laughs> oh yeah, good call. <laughs> Completely. Free. I was. In back of my mind, I was like, Kelly Olenek, what has he done? Yeah, he just got paid yeah, a lot of okay, money to yeah. do nothing. Seriously, no. yeah, I made a ton so, of money. But I, yeah, I guess I'm just picturing, I think I'm, I think I'm over exaggerating probably, but I'm just picturing him like literally sitting in a corner, like almost yeah, lawn just chair. Yeah, just <laughs> hanging out. The other question is, is uh, what true or false that his mustache would make him faster in a fast break? <laughs> or <true>. no? <laughs> True. Well, I think I think it actually does technically make him faster because of how thin it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if it's thicker, so yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah there's, yeah, there's some like aerodynamics involved there, but it would be fun to see that nappy freaking hair just yeah bobbing around. Yeah, it was You're a like, bummer. Oh, that's what I was that's most Adam upset Morris. about. It was a bummer when he like got to the Lakers and he cut it he off. Cut his like, hair. What is wrong with you? Yeah, what, like, what that what was the thing you knew. I feel like people had to have just made so much fun of him. Yes, yeah. But then uh, here's the thing, guys. I, and this is I don't want to change the topic here, but no. If hair, if we're gonna talk about hair. I could go on for day for sure. But I got a I got a question. This is something that was brought to me all weekend long for mm. All Star Weekend. Okay. Does. <laughs> Does does Trey know that he has really bad hair? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Does he I, just? Does, I, I think mean, he does. He doesn't I mean, even. It's not even combed. No, it's it's like a rat's nest. I mean, it is all over the receding place. hairline. Like, yeah. has thin, any, yeah. has anyone told him like tangled? Hey, 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 bro. Uh, your hair is kind of crazy. Like, do, do, do you think he does it on purpose? I but, I feel like he does it on purpose. But he, okay. Oh, he yeah, definitely. I agree with okay. that. All right, thanks. Yeah, I think he definitely does it on purpose. But my question, following your question, is what else would he do with it? Like I could not, he can't go. I couldn't. I couldn't imagine him bald, and I can't imagine like if he. It's. I feel like there's no in in the in between for him. It's like if you try to buzz that, it's either you get rid of it all or you have that. I feel. Well, like. Can't you just cut it short and just not have it wispy? Like yeah, sure, I, it I might guess. be thin. I, but I honestly can't even. I don't know. Uh, we should ask the guy. He literally somebody just on this podcast. I don't want to. I don't want to say who it is, but yeah, somebody just got a brand new haircut. Yeah. yeah what, what's the haircut <laughs> about here? <laughs> yeah. I, I honestly. Man, that's a good question. I honestly can't even picture Trey Young with like different hair. 
I mean, I'm not joking. It was all weekend long. Like every time. <laughs> like, does anybody know that? Is anybody going to say that something What's, to him? Yeah, it's like it's thin. <laughs> it's like tangled in a mess. And it's like receding too. Like his hairline is so far back. <laughs> Maybe that's why it keeps it long because it like kind of covers up the receding Maybe. hairline. But I don't well, know. That's as, what a, it, as a 29 year old yeah. man going bald, you just got to embrace it. You just got to cut it all off. <laughs> well, here's I think other. you should go. Go ahead. I should go out. You should. Yeah. <laughs> oh, why not, God. man? <laughs> just let it. Just let it run, man. Yeah. Let, let your hair run free. Well, my other question Please? is, you know, I watch. This is gonna. I'm gonna bring this up later on in the podcast too. But you know, why, being able to bounce around from game to game. Here's the other thing is. This is the weird part for me, and maybe I'm wrong here, guys, but I see him sweat a lot, but I don't necessarily... You know when somebody sweats and they're really sweating? Mm-hmm. Usually their hair, when it's thin <laughs> like that, it's like really, really wet, and yeah. it looks like he just got out of the shower, but his hair never... It never like falls same. down. Yeah, it never, it never gets wet enough to fall down. So I actually feel like sweat like doesn't go that high up his head, and I don't... <laughs> but I think that's the uniqueness of his hair. It's so thin that like not even water particles are able to really get latched onto it. You know what I mean? It's probably right. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, I mean, yeah, that, yeah. God, you've just, opened, it, you've opened a, a whole other question here. It's, it's science. Like I'm really good at it. So <laughs> I mean, yeah, bringing up Trey Young's hair just completely. I mean, went from Adam Morrison. I'm to sorry. Trae Young. That's, yeah, I'm that's sorry. classic. No, it was, it was a great thing, but you I, completely but I, blew my mind. That is definitely the thing I missed most though, is his hair. I really Adam, do. Yeah. I just remember him all college constantly having yeah. to wipe it out of his face. Like, dude, just tie it in a yeah. bun. <laughs> do something with it. Yeah. <laughs> God. All right. Uh, so we, we've done Adam Morrison and Trey Young's hair. James, do you have a question over there for us? Yeah, well, so I do have one. And, and so as you guys, I think we've talked about this before, maybe not on, on air or anything, but like I don't so much follow NBA teams. Yeah. I, I, I'm not latched to one. I, I like watching certain players play. And like right now, one of those is, Kawhi Leonard, like I love watching that guy play. Kawhi, the number one, number one fan over there. We just Kawhi got Leonard. an eye roll from Foshe as you said that. <laughs> oh well, of course I did because <laughs> Kyle just refuses to accept that he's the best player in the NBA for the past two years. Well, when a, when a guy plays sixty percent of the games, I don't know. It's yeah, tough. That, anyway, it's because his name's not Carmelo. That's so. true. Yeah. Well, oh, that's okay, true. The thing that was okay, just not to completely <laughs> cut you off, but the thing I found hysterical was that the guy plays can't play back to backs. Can only play sixty percent of the games, <laughs> but then plays thirty goddamn minutes in the All Star game and goes hard. It goes so hard, and the fourth quarter was literally somebody timed it out because it was you know raced to one fifty seven. That fourth quarter was literally forty two minutes. Dude, dude, what you got? What's see? What you don't understand is he's got such a big heart. That was for charity. Oh, okay. So of course he's gonna go hard for charity. Of course. Oh, like yeah. man, this is like when we had a text message going a long time ago about whether like two years ago if Jeff Green was better than Carmelo Anthony. Well, and like, Green the, answer, up. the answer was easily yes. <laughs> oh my like, God. Jeff Green is a that much is better just, player. Listen, I don't like Melo, but that is disrespectful. <laughs> no. Okay, anyway. Before we get off on a whole other tangent here and we lose focus, uh, you, James, you were continuing on about yeah, you, yeah, you're, so you're a, play, yeah a follower of the, players. The so basically, basically, as I'm just like advocating for Kawhi for no reason, <laughs> If he, if you hear this, like I'm your number one fan, um, I'll, I'll tag him in the. <laughs> no, what I was going to ask, one of the things I love about his game so much is, is he just dominates the mid range, and that's something that doesn't really exist so much anymore. But what I wanted to know is which era of basketball did you guys prefer, like the current what we got going on right now, or that kind of late '90s, early 2000s. 
you know, like Pistons type of basketball. Wow. Well, one thing I have to say is, so please don't tell Andrew Wiggins or Greg Popovich that the mid range is dead because yeah. that's all they that's yeah. where that's their bread and butter. Yeah. Uh, I I guess I'll answer first. I, I mean, I guess the cop out answer is to say like take things from both, but I I man, I guess I would say it, it's cool to go back and watch like on YouTube those old old games because it's even like 10, 20 years ago and the game looks totally different now. Uh, it was just so interesting to go back and watch some of them and watch just how the game has changed from just total defense. Like nobody's getting easy buckets in, in the nineties and early two thousands. Now it's like they will openly give you layups if you don't shoot threes. Yeah. If you, if they're, if you're open for a three, they will guard you, but people will openly give you layups. I guess I would say I prefer more of the nineties, I guess. Uh, I just felt like it was guys, I guess, and especially in the regular season, it felt like, this is, I mean, probably a stupid thing to say, but it felt like guys played harder for every game and every game mattered. And now it's kind of like you, you lollygag, through, not lollygag, but you don't <laughs> go all the way hard. You don't go hard for yeah. through the regular season. And then once like these last 30 games, I bet teams are really going to be going hard to get playoff seating and everything. But the first 52, it's not as big of a deal. And I still watch it and I still love it. But I, th- I just think there was a, maybe it's a nostalgic factor that, that we grew up yeah. and watched that. But I think I liked and I like maybe more of the players back then too, but I would probably say the nineties. What, what what's your answer, Dukes? You know, I, I growing up I always said that exact same thing. I really did. And then I realized like the older that I got, I think the more I came around and just almost I think it became pretty clear to me that I I don't know if it was a nostalgia thing or if it was just like a like you like all those things that you said. But man, I gotta be honest with you. I I'm with today's basketball and I and I'll tell you why, because I, I do appreciate the 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 roughness and the foul calling. That's the, the the foul calling. The actual refereeing is the only thing I think that I would take out of the '90s. But if you go back, and I do have you know NBA TV, I watch some of these hardwood classics. They're great games, right? But the actual style is just so. And maybe it's just because what we're used to now. But yeah, it's so slow, Dress. and it's yeah. just, now some people would say that's grindhouse, that's defense. I love that, I, and I I can respect that. But where I'm coming from now is. Everyone says, oh, you know, all these threes, I don't want to shoot. But for me, what that has done is that's opened up the game in all these other areas, like all the innovative stuff. Like, we have guys doing crossovers now that, like, legitimate just, like, combo crossover moves that you won't ever see in a 90s game. Yeah. I mean, yeah. very, you're, you're only going to see that the absolute star of that game do some kind, you know, some kind of crossover. But it's not, you know, you're not going to see somebody, somebody like Steph out there who is just, warming up for an hour just doing these things that like people in the 90s they would have had a stroke I think about you know what I mean um, and same thing with I think that that kind of stuff though because of the shooting and everything's kind of spaced out it's allowed for more of a at a younger level a one-on-one kind of game and I know that a lot throws a lot of people off but that one-on-one game helps them in my mind develop all of those unbelievable skills and traits that when they do get to that higher league which is the, the NBA then when they are able to shine, somebody like Trey, yeah, it's just like holy shit! Like that guy, like you can't deny that that guy's not just unbelievable, you know. Or and then, but then you get to somebody like James Harden, who you and a lot of people hate watching the Rockets yeah, play, can't right? Stand it. But like at the same time, you cannot deny that he is just one of the most historic school offensive yeah. players of all time. So it was like this weird medium where sometimes the actual game and the and the formulation of of the team and how things are working aren't great. But for me, if I look at the details and everything that's led up to this point, 
I think it's all because of the style that we're playing with today. Now, with that being said, the foundation, I think, in my mind, was built on the 90s. So I don't know. It's, it's, it's a back and forth. Yeah. I will say, though, all to sum it all up, the one thing that I would take is the actual refereeing. I think, I think the <laughs> yeah. refereeing has is, is, is been atrocious to yeah. me. But uh, James, where do, you, where do you fall on the spectrum, man? I, so I'm definitely, I, I love basketball no matter what, but I think like today's NBA is really diluted. Like, you know, you don't have, one of the things I really loved about, you know, that you know, late 90s, because I was born in 90s, so, you know, I don't know the early stuff very well, but late, late 90s stuff, you know, those teams, they're out, they're out there running plays, but there was also more of an actual, like the leagues, both sides, had good teams, you know, for the longest time, the West has just loaded. I don't remember the last time outside of LeBron and the, you know, being on the heat that it was really like, Oh, the East is really good. Yeah. You know? Um, but I thought there was a better attitude at that time. Like guys, they were friends, but they did not like each other when yeah. they played. And I missed that. And, and I miss that kind of grind. Like, you know, Kobe was the last one that really had that, like that whole, don't talk to me, <laughs> you know, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, here yeah, to yeah. grass type thing. Yeah. You know, Allen Iverson, like those type of guys existed and that doesn't really exist anymore. And, and I, I'm not a big fan of the one-on-one stuff and like James Harden, like you brought him up. He's one of those guys that I think he's the most, he's like the Philip Rivers of, like the NBA, like he'll make the hall of fame because everybody does. But is he a guy that could survive back then? No. Cause he's weak and he's soft. Like, you know, he's just not that type of player and, and those guys don't really exist anymore. <laughs> so I'm, I'm more with the, I enjoyed watching like rip Hamilton come off yeah. the screens and hit shots. Ray Allen's running all over the place. And now it's much more of a, Hey, four guys stand in a corner yeah. and one guy dribbles until he shoots. And right. that, that's not, you know, I think it's, I think today's NBA and like, you know, this segues into the one and done. I think like it's killed college basketball, but it's because these guys don't learn how to play in an actual offense like ever. So, yeah, I will speak to that. I mean, I guess that, I guess maybe I was thinking of like, I don't know, I guess earlier nineties, but yeah, I guess like the rip Hamilton and the Kobe's like, I feel like to me that's like the early two thousands. I guess it, it, it. Yeah, that's that's fair. But but if we if we take that that twenty years right, let's say the nineties and the first like those. What I was saying is building the foundations. That's what I was talking about. Was those two thousands? Those people like Kobe, the AIs and stuff. Not necessarily maybe the nineties. Of course, there was foundation built there. But I, I would agree with you completely with um the the college ball and all these things because my thing is that you know these guys that I'm talking about these guys that they they get their skills right and they, because it, it, here's the problem for me they you play. You, you're a good high school player. You're playing AAU, right? Yep. And you're playing this one-on-one. It's space. You're dominating, whatever. Then you, if you, if you go to college, then you play this very structured basketball that's completely opposite of that. And you do what James said. You do one year, and then you go back to this one-on-one. And I feel like it just screws things up. Um, and so I think things are going to change with those rules. They're already talking about that. But I yeah. also think when this, what I kind of wanted to bounce, add another layer to this for you guys is. When, because it, it it sounds like from what Adam Silver said over the weekend, that he said that at some point there will be some kind of in-season tournament, whether that be for a playoff spot or whatever the case may be, they don't know. But if the NBA can switch these things up and, and, and formulate, get a new formulate, um, I'm sorry, formula out there to where the first half of those 82 games don't or do matter, 
or there's something in the middle that matters even more than all of that. Like, would the way and style of the game that's being played today, if they can figure out how to make all of this care and matter, would that change your kind of thoughts on it, on the style, I guess, and all of that? Yeah, I think um, I was going to add on that. I think the league now is like almost every team has like a star player, I think. I think the NBA seriously need, needs to consider expansion, either adding two teams, four teams, Ooh. whatever, because I think it's just like you look at every team in the league and almost every team has a star. The Hawks are one of the worst teams in the league and have Trey Young. Mm. I mean, and so I think you just need to spread out the star power, but to go off and like, you know, when we were watching like 90s and 2000s. It's like you had those star players, but not every team had a guy like that. You had like a, a team of just role players that played really well together and, and gave people fits in the playoffs. But I like the Pistons, you know, I wouldn't necessarily say that any of those guys were super big stars. Yeah. Like they were just re- played really well together. That's starting five. But to go back to your question. Um, yeah, I think that would be extremely interesting if the NBA was able to make the first 50 games matter a little bit more and make guys fight for a playoff spot then or fight for something because then no team is technically out of the playoffs. You know, if now we're going to see teams start to tank like the Hornets, the Knicks, the you know, probably the Timberwolves even, they're going to start tanking for a play for a better draft spot. If you can incentivize teams to in, in an in-season tournament, whether they win that tournament and then they get to get the get a top three top three pick or they get into the playoffs or something I think it would be super interesting to see that it's one something that I would really like to see and I think the NBA is probably the only league that's able to do something like that I don't think baseball can baseball's talking about it I don't think it'll ever happen NFL they play enough games as it is I mean a lot of people want to add an extra game add more playoff teams um, NHL I think is pretty set in the way they do things it, it works yep. out really well with the way they have it but I think the NBA is one of the most progressive and open to change uh, professional sports leagues. So I, like you said, Silver was definitely talking about it at the press conference and I could definitely see something happening like that. And whatever they make that tournament worth, I think it'll be good for the league. I mean, uh, yeah, I, I, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so I, I have a couple questions. I got, man, I have like four or five that I really want to get to. Yeesh. Uh, okay. This one, I wrote down three guys. You can always add people. You save one guy from injury, and he has a full fifteen-year career. Brandon Roy, Greg Oden, Derek Rose. Who are you saving from that group, or who would you add to that group that you would want to save? Who's going, James? James, go ahead. Yeah, I. Well, I, that those are good choices. I, you know. Greg Oden would be the most interesting because you never really got to see him at all, yeah. you know, be in the NBA. And then Brandon Roy, well, he, he was another one of my guys, right? He lived in that mid-range. Yeah, he was and, awesome. And he was fun. But I, I think the answer's got to be Derrick Rose just, just because of how... I don't know if there's been, like, a more promising player that you got to see just a glimpse of what he could be, you know, youngest MVP, that type of stuff. Like just the trajectory he was on it. Very, very Pat Mahomes ish. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. he, he was just so talented, so explosive. And he was making like, you know, and he was doing it in his hometown, that type mm-hmm. of thing. I, I would save him just cause like, I remember wanting to like, man, I wanted to watch bulls games because yeah. Derrick Rose was playing. So 
that that's what I would do. Not that Greg Oden and Brandon Roy. Like I loved watching them play, but it was always like a oh yeah, no, maybe I'll watch them. But if if Derek Rose was playing, especially since my Jayhawks beat them in that oh <laughs> eight final, you know, I, I I had a fondness for him. I wanted to see if his free throw shooting got better. Yeah. And it kinda did. But no, he he was awesome. He's who I would say. Yeah. I remember that was one of my biggest, my best gambling games of all time. I'll never forget that game. <laughs> that KU? Yeah, that nice. KU Memphis game. Yep. Yeah. Nice. I, uh, I think, you know, I, I think I agree with James. I think just the MVP has to go that way. But I, my argument would say no MVP for Derrick Rose. I am personally going Brandon Roy, yeah. no doubt about it. I think that he will, ha- I think that, I think his situation was a little interesting. I, you know, I, I've never been a, a Portland fan, but I think for what the, this team and everything that was around him, I mean, I feel like there's a lot of other situations that I can think of at that time where he could have, that could have escalated him to, M- I don't know, maybe that is the way to escalate him to an MVP level. I don't know. I, I don't think he was super far off, by the way. I just, I just think that that dude was just, he was just an all around good player. Uh, and I, man, the mid range, yes, all of that. Would he adapt today? A 1000%. He's, dude was just a stud. Yeah. I, I, I would go Brandon Roy for sure. Yeah. I think, uh, Derrick Rose is probably the the answer, but uh, I I kind of you but know, he's still no MVP though. If, if, if do we all agree, are, we, are we still going D Rose with no MVP before this? Or I mean, well, I just think that I I kind of looked at it like even though what happened to him, he's not nearly the player that he was or was going to be. He still had a really nice NBA career. Yeah, he's like, still really he's, he's still, still really good for yeah, the Pistons. He was really good with the Wolves last year. Yeah. Um. Uh, so I I said Brandon Roy too, and the reason this question came up was I actually went back. I can't remember. I Now I forgot what year it was, but the year that they were in the playoffs and he like single-handedly won them yeah, the series. That was, yeah. that it was, was awesome. It was absolutely unbelievable. Yeah. Like that game is on YouTube. You can go watch it. Against the Mavs, right? Wasn't that it? Yeah, it was the Mavs or the Spurs. It was like a couple weeks ago that I watched it, but it was absolutely, I mean, it was an unbelievable game. He was so good. He was so good in college. Uh, it was a guy that like everybody just loved and uh, it was, you know, he was just an unbelievable player and he was a guy that you know a a podcast or blog topic that i've been looking at lately is just going back and looking at those trailblazers teams and just how good they could have been with him yeah yeah. lamarcus aldridge uh and just some of the other guys that they had and then once brandon roy's career was basically over like that franchise was like well shit like i don't know we don't know what to do now we're like our star player was here and then he kind of went down but I also just listened to a podcast that we gave out on the media check-in. The lead did an interview with Brandon Roy and he talked about, you know, how he's dealt with all this and how he was like, you know, of course, super down and he uh, legitimately contemplated suicide and like, but now he's a family. He's back in basketball coaching. He's going to Blazers games. Uh, So that was, it was super interesting thing to look at, but yeah, I think D Rose and nobody's you no. Know, we haven't talked about Greg Oden, but my sure. God, he was an absolute monster at Ohio I, State. Was yeah. so goddamn good. He played the whole year left-handed. Yeah, I, I think on. it's tough with Greg Oden just because knowing what we know now, Today's right? Game, yeah, It'd be like yeah, he yeah, yeah. would have he would have been. Well, I I fear he just would have gone the way of like Roy Hibbert, right? Where yeah, I I think he was a better player, but you know you with how the league was transitioning, like that, that position just died. Yeah. I, don't, I, don't see, I, I wouldn't see him adapting. At yeah, all. yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think, the, and I think he might be like the worst story, I guess, because it could have been avoidable. Like it was just like, they could have just tried to fix things and yeah. he could have worn like, I think one of his legs was longer than the other one. And that's like what ultimately led to the problems that he had. 
positive note though is that he still got paid. Yeah, for um, sure. I'm so good went, for him. And he went back to school. Yeah, like, he's he's like got a degree now. Yeah. He's living life. Like he's doing and good. Like so. honestly, shout yeah. out to anybody who can just is just like you know what. This hand's broken, but I'm still just going to play with my other one. <laughs> and and actually, dominate. yeah, I think he shot like oh, 70% yeah. I, with his left yeah. hand from the free throw line. That's amazing. Man. There's and guys I, in the league man, right now that can't do that at all. Yeah. <laughs> he, he was like, I think, yeah, I do think as far as just wanting to see, like he would have been one of those guys where it would have been really fun. And that, that Ohio State, Florida oh, title game, yeah. I remember being so damn disappointed because yeah. like both he and Noah, you know, that was the big thing going into that game, like Joe Kim Noah versus Greg Oden. Yeah. And then they both got like fouls in the first two minutes <laughs> and didn't play the first half. You're like, oh, this is crap. Yeah. But no, that was, it was a great, I, yeah, Greg Oden just, I, just with, you know, hindsight being 2020, it's like, oh man, he wouldn't have even gone that high if, if we knew that the yeah, game was changed the way that are we taking into effect uh, effect for all of this the um, D Rose cheating on his ACT? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, that goes way back, so who knows? Does John that matter? Calipari, does. He's involved. Yeah. Okay. Oh, <laughs> I just wanted God, to talk. Don't, don't even get me started. <laughs> all right. Uh, so I have a couple other questions. Do you guys have anything else that you'd like to to throw out there for for the for the for us to discuss? James, do you have anything else that, that comes to mind or? Not, not yet, but okay. just you, yeah, you if, keep rolling. Well, shit, sure we, we started with Adam Morris and we went to Trey Young's hair. So who knows where the conversation? Yeah, I mean, I was yeah, exactly. a couple of questions. Yeah, James, what do you I, got? I want a couple more years and then I'll hit you. Okay. Uh, another question that I have is: Give me your all-time starting five. Oh, I can't do that. Four? No, no, four. Your favorite players? Oh, I, oh, your favorite players? Favorite players? Okay, so this I is have a, seven. This isn't like I a team that you would make up. Yeah. I have seven. I give me your starting five. I have. Seven. I know I couldn't cut it down to five. You're all just literally like your favorite five to seven. We'll say wow. that. Wow, five to seven. Oh, oh, okay. so you get five starters and then two. Your six man and a, and a role player. Wow, wow. <laughs> so wow. just your favorite guys that you liked watching, or you know that you, that you didn't want to miss. Okay, well, damn. All right, all right. I'll, I'll give you my. I'll give you my yeah, seven. Okay. Off, man. So number one for me, the reason I'm a Timberwolves fan is Kevin Garnett. Mm-hmm. My number one favorite player of all time, probably. Uh, I mean, there's not much else that needs to be said. Number two, super random. James knows this one. I think I told you this one too. Jerry Stackhouse. What? One of my, like, <laughs> arguably my second favorite all-time player. What about the stack, I don't baby? know why. Second it, favorite? I, I just love Jerry Stackhouse. I love watching him play. <laughs> what? Uh, the rest of them are, are in no order. So those are my top two. Allen Iverson, Tracy McGrady, Mello, of course, Steve Nash, and Rasheed Wallace. <laughs> that's, that's, that's my seven. Rasheed Wallace Steve. made your favorite seven players. Loved Rasheed Wallace. <laughs> Dude, the guy's never fouled in his life. God, he was so he's, good. That, he's never made a foul. I gotta so, be honest with you. I did not expect that one. <laughs> Allen Iverson, Kevin Garnett, Tracy McGrady, Jerry Stackhouse, Mello, Steve Nash, Rasheed Wallace. That's my seven. Wow. Super interesting. <laughs> super random. But I loved all those guys. And I, I, I have no explanation for why. Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who's next? Uh, do you I, get I James? Go, yeah, I can do go. Um, a lot of my guys are are big guys, you know. Uh, I think just off the top of my head, without any thought to this, I've, Kevin Garnett's definitely in there. Uh, Vince Carter for sure isn't in, in there. I don't care what anybody says about him; that he's always going to be my, one of my favorites. Um, uh, Tim Duncan is mm. just—I mean, I, I I could talk way too much about Tim Duncan. Uh, that's three. Number four, I who who is like so. 
So this is, you know, this is one of my all-time favorite players. That's Kenya Martin. I know that this, this, this is your Rashid Bolton. <laughs> First, the random. Yeah. I love Kenya Martin like way too much. Um, and then I, I really need like who is my favorite scorer? Like that's what I need. It's like who is my favorite all-time scorer? Um, and I'm not sure, man. I mean, I don't want to pick MJ or anybody like or Co- I don't even want to pick Kobe or anybody like that because that's just not even. Your for me, yeah, for me, that's just too, it's like too well-known, you know, that, that is just too known of a thing. Um, but, you know, I don't know, maybe uh, of all time, best scores? Jeez, Foshi, I don't know, man. Um, I don't know, I'll have to leave that spot open, that's tough, man. I might uh, maybe I'll slide Joker in there for a future mm. possibility. Just a huge, the, the, the all the all time massive. We had seven. We had time. we had to get a Denver Nuggets player. Yeah, I was say you, you got to have one Nuggets. Well, you got Kmart. Yeah, I mean, yeah, K- yeah Kmart that's was true. for yeah. a that's potential true. point. Yeah. Okay, but, so you're you're thinking of a score, James. Uh, yeah. Do you do you have five to seven guys who are your well? <laughs> so Kyle, you know, like Steve Nash, I. Yeah. Just oh, yeah. loved I'll watching put his Steve on there for sure. His his game was just I mean, he was one of the last like the true point guards yeah. in the sense yeah, of yeah. facilitating. Like I so I really loved watching him play. Like he was one of those guys that I don't know if he was like a superstar in the sense that we think about it, but he was one of those rare players that could make everybody else better no matter what. Like it was kind of, it was really cool. Um Dwayne Wade mm. prior prior yeah, to like Wade. the last couple years, but that early Dwayne Wade, For that sure. vintage just slasher, like I man, he was awesome. And that finals against the Mavs when he yep. brought him back, it that might have been my favorite series and like four game stretch by any player. Like it was awesome. Um the other guy I really loved is Grant Hill. Really? Like he was just so damn smooth, and now I didn't really get to see him too much when he was like Grant Hill. Yeah, but something about him, Kyle knows. I have like these this I get on these weird streaks <laughs> where like these old broken down players. I'm like that. That's my new guy. I love that guy. And when Grant Hill was playing with the Suns, I was like, I love Grant Hill. He's the best I've ever seen. Now, but I I loved watching his game. Um, man. Like, yeah, it's kind of a cop out, but like, I did enjoy like Shaq. Yeah, yeah, you know? for sure. Yeah, that's. But, but, right. he, but he's, he's kind of in that same category of like, you know, picking Kobe or somebody yeah, like that's that. It's a given. It's a given. But yeah, but I, I agree with you, Tim Duncan. He was just like my dad, like when I was growing up, like fundamentals was huge. And you got the big fundamental. Like, who else are you going to watch? Yeah. Like, how he played the game. And then this is an, another random guy. And, I hated him because I, I'm one of those people that like I like a team for a while, but then if they get too good, I turn on them. <laughs> and uh, and that was the Spurs and like Manu Ginobili, like yeah. early in his career, the dude was just ice in yep. the in the playoffs, and I couldn't stand him, but I enjoyed how he played the game. I, I like those guys that play kind of with that reckless abandon, and he was one of them. Yeah. So. Yeah, you know, thinking about that too. Speaking of the Spurs, like the, one of my all time, I don't, want, I don't want to add this in because it's just I have an, you know, center lineup basically. <laughs> but like one of my all time favorite, you know, this I've said, I think I've said this before, is the Admiral. Like I mm-hmm. love David yeah. Robinson. Oh yeah, so much. But yeah, yeah I, I mean that that wouldn't be a very I, good squad though. So. 
I'm really, I'm really shocked that Kyle's list didn't have Latrell Sprewell. I did love Latrell and Sam Cassell. My God, like those Timberwolves, like they didn't win a lot of games, but they, I mean, they were like down just to fight people. Yeah, that's what if you yeah. want to, if, if, and that's what I would extend out my my. You want like my six, my seven, and just be like all St. Louis guys, like Darius Miles, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Darius Miles, like, put Larry Quint Hughes Richardson. in there, yeah. dude, uh, Darius Miles, oh, Q-tip, dude, yeah, Quinn Richardson. Shout out, what just, a guy. just watch the Celebrity All Star Game and. Him and Darius Miles were out there. Just it was awesome. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it, I, I have to say so. James just mentioned uh, Shaq, and Ellen and I were watching All Star Saturday night, and he was there. I guess just raking in money, videoing yep. on, on this phone for yep. some sponsorship. Yep. And Ellen, she like legitimately was like, "Was Shaq really good?" And I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> so I, I literally said, "I was like, I guess she knew that he she knew that he was really good, like one of the greatest players ever, but." She was like, didn't he just like dunk and you know, all this oh, stuff? No. And I was like, literally go on YouTube and just oh, type no. in Shaquille O'Neal videos. And she just watched literally like a five minute highlight video. And just every couple seconds, she would be like, oh my God, oh my God. <laughs> I have never you seen, she was like, I've never seen a man that size move like that. Yeah. He, He's diving for loose balls. I was like, it, his footwork was unbelievable when he like legitimately cared and like played. He was, yeah. I mean, just unbelievable. Well, and I, I would say, and, and I think some of it is like, we just like every word sensational. Now we go to the top shelf with our words, but yeah, th- not a shot at anybody, but like Shaq was the first Greek freak. Like it's like everything that Giannis is doing, like Shaq already did. <laughs> and, and just, you know, and Giannis I'm, is just thinner. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's just thinner, but like that—that's one of the things. I, I know it sounds like I'm at war with today's NBA, but it's just kind of one of those like all that guy, you know, like Shaq was doing that stuff. He could dribble the length of the court yeah. and just dominate people. Yeah, that's but, like, uh, like on this highlight clip she was watching, there was videos of Shaq leading a fast break and just dunking on someone, and she was like, she was mind blown, and it was, it yeah. was just so funny to see like like she knew he was good, she knew he was like one of the best players ever, but then she didn't know like you know. Him blocking shots in the crowd, footwork, diving after loose balls, running the break. It was it was actually really cool to like sit there and watch her watch this video and just yep. be like, have her mind blown. <laughs> yeah. Uh okay, so I have two more questions that, that I that I really want to do. Uh we just got done with All Star Weekend. One question that, that came to mind for me is if you could add one event, it can be basketball related, it can be non basketball related, it can be whatever event you want. What event would you add to All Star Weekend? Uh, what's the reasoning behind it? You know why? So I, we watched All Star Weekend, and I also watched the NFL like Skills Challenge. And in the Skills Challenge, they have a lot of stuff that's it's it's football related, but then at the end they have like a dodgeball game, and they do a bunch of just fun stuff, and it's mm-hmm. cool to watch. So, what event would you add to NBA All Star Weekend, uh, and why? Uh, I, I'll, I'll speak this. I, I don't know if I have anything like planned for it, but I mean, the first thing that pops in my mind, which I, you know, I'm, this is, I get myself in trouble by saying this because usually the first thing that pops in my mind is the best. But for me, <laughs> it, it just makes sense to do something like additional basketball related. And that thing to me, especially with the way that NBA is and how far we're shooting these days, is like, why don't we just have two things like, Everybody knows how to play a game of knockout, right? Like you could just have a, a game of knockout would be interesting. Mm. Or why don't we just have a half court, like a half court shooting contest? Like you're shooting half quarters or three fourths court. These guys can flick the, flick the ball yeah. with their. You saw Stephen Adams, you know, before else. These guys flick these the ball like it's nothing. I mean, they 
these guys shoot half half quarters in their warmups. Yeah. Um, why not just make not that it has to be a three point contest, but some kind of game. I don't know if it's knockout or something, but some kind of game where we're shooting from half court. I don't know. Yeah. Well, and they so we saw it in the what are, what are they, the world versus team USA game. Luca made a half court. Yeah. And then we saw it in the actual All Star game. Trey made a half Trey court shot. It, yeah. And they used to do this thing on All Star Saturday night called Shooting Stars. Do you remember that? It was, oh, was it, you had an ex NBA player, yeah, the points, an NBA player. Those were that was awesome. I love NBA player. Yeah, it was cool. And they all had like you know the ex NBA player started on the block. The NBA player started at the free throw line. The WNBA player was on the three point line. After all of them made their shot, they all went to the half court line. Had to make a shot, and that's how your time stopped. That's right. how you won. Yeah, that I, I like that. And it, all of a sudden, it just disappeared. Well, see, here's the other thing too: is you know you have these these things like the All Star, or I'm sorry, the uh, the skills competition. And the dunking contest, like people, people don't want to get in that because of a lot of things. Yeah, like anybody would get into a half court shot. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, we don't expect you to make every half court. Like, yeah, LeBron and all those guys, like you would get probably the majority of everybody would do something simple where you could just shoot from half court. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I like that. Uh, James, what what do you have for adding to All Star Weekend? Uh, I would, uh, I would make them play a Family Feud style game. Oh, a game show. Ooh, yeah, like test their intelligence. I think just something ridiculous. I like it too. I really like, like that. <laughs> like, cause could you imagine like having Kawhi Leonard have to answer <laughs> questions out loud? What if it was a, like, one of those old games where, what if it was a, you know, okay. You know, like the old game show games, like back in the seventies and eighties where they'd say they're like relationship games. Where oh like, yeah. Uh, yes. Love oh my Matt. God. Like, they, what if they yeah. did about their own teammates? Yeah. Dating game. Yeah. Like Kawhi, tell us about Paul George. Like, who on your teammate is most likely to, you know, watch a soap opera? Oh, man, you know, I just love like, that. like, oh, I see. I think it would be great to do that, or like that's how they pick teams. Like, you got your captains, and then it's like the dating show where yeah, they ask yeah, questions. Yeah, the dating show. <laughs> that's what it is. Dating. Show. That's amazing. Yeah, that would be that would be awesome. I'd want uh, people. Everyone would watch. Oh that. my god! Yeah, you could tell pretty quickly. Like, oh, that guy for sure hates that. Dude. Yeah, <laughs> he doesn't like him at all. God, that would be awesome. And yeah, I also like the idea of, of like putting it into the, the draft of, of All-Star, like the game, because clearly Giannis doesn't know what the hell he's doing when he drafts players. So for yeah, if, if it was like adding in some kind of like game aspect or uh, in the celebrity game, they had just like random times throughout the game, they had like added games in there. So yeah. at one point they had, they had, they picked two people from each team and they had to pull all the, Kleenexes out of a box, and whichever team won, I think the opposing team like lost a player like a like a penalty, like a power play in hockey. <laughs> and then there was another one where they it was uh, Quentin Richardson versus yeah. Darius Miles, and they had to shoot like a uh, pop a shot. Yeah, and whoever won that, the other team, that team got an NBA legend, and it turned it was like Horace Grant came out and played with them for however long. That would be awesome if they had like some yeah, kind of that. game. They, yeah, they to could decide. definitely incorporate things like that. I for like sure. That. Uh, the two ideas that I thought of were the first one, which we've heard about a lot of people talked about, is like one-on-one callouts. Like they have some, they have an NBA player, Dame Dame Lillard is the guy, and he gets to call out another NBA player. They play a game to seven or eleven or whatever, and it's just a one-on-one. Whether it's a tournament, whether it's just you call somebody out, you play to eleven, that's it. I think that'd be cool to see guys go one-on-one and play against each other. Uh, and my other idea, which is non-basketball related, I think dodgeball would be awesome just to see, yeah, because when you watch the NFL. Uh, all-star skills competition. It's hysterical to watch guys that have no idea how to throw a dodgeball 
or guys that are actually really damn good at dodgeball. Yeah. I don't know if you guys saw the video of Kevin yeah. Durant trying to throw a football. <laughs> like literally one of the most embarrassing things I've ever seen. So I think that would be awesome. Either dodgeball or just have them play like wiffle ball yeah. or play like, yeah. or do I, like an NFL skills competition where they have to throw and hit targets or something. Just completely random. That would be awesome. I, I agree. Yeah, just something different. I think that for me, I think you hit on another thing that I would I would really like to see. Uh, and that kind of goes to the one-on-one. I think it'd be tough because a lot of players probably don't want to, you know, yeah, don't get risk it. But, yeah. you know, one of the things that they do in practice all the time, and especially like for the USA teams, the Olympic teams, the FIBA teams, all those things, you know, some people call it like king of the court or whatever. But, yeah. uh, you know, the whole setup where it's like every everybody lines up at the baseline. One guy goes, you get at the elbow, and it's one-on-one. And, so, you know, either get like three dribbles yep. or whatever it is. And that king of the court, like that's another thing that you know. So if if you score on that person, that person goes out, and then the next guy steps up from the baseline. You just yeah. do a rotation, right? But that though, if they formulated that to a game, that's just another crown that somebody could wear. Like, hey, oh yeah, that, uh, Kyrie Irving, you're the you're the one on you're the best one on one player in the league or something. Yeah. You know, like I don't know, they could possibly turn that into a thing where people could r- basically rep it as like a yeah. I, I don't know, like, a like title accolade. holder, yeah, title, yeah, yeah. accolade. Exactly. Yeah, I like that. Uh, so I have one more question that I, I think is a, a solid one to end on, but I want to ask you guys, do you, did anything else come to mind that yeah. you thought of before yeah, yeah. we get out of here? Yeah, I got a couple questions okay. for you guys. Uh, first thing that we talked about, um, you know, it, when it came up to me when we were talking about our, our starting five, when I, when I ask you, who is in your mind the best in-game dunker? What actually comes to mind? I don't want you to think about it. I'm like, what's the first dunk that comes to mind? Is there one that pops in your head right away? I don't, it doesn't matter who it is. Yeah, I mean, it's it, for me. It's Vince Carter for sure. Like the dunk that he did over in the USA. Game is it? Is, it's the Olympic dunk. Yeah, I mean, for me, that's the that's. I mean, I've seen it a million times. Yeah, I'm, I'm still just absolutely in awe. Okay, how did that James, does it? Does a certain dunk pop in your mind right away? There, there is there's a regular season game, vintage young Dwayne Wade dunked on Dwight Howard. Ooh. And it was awesome. Yeah, it was yeah. just, it was one of those. Yeah. Or when, when Kobe dunked That's on That's one of my all time favorite dunks yeah. ever. Yeah. The Kobe, <laughs> the Kobe on Dwight is one of my all time favorite ones. For me, a couple other ones always just pop in my head, like the D Wade on Verjao always just <laughs> yeah. pops in. Yeah. Um, also, like for me being a Nuggets fan, I weirdly have a whole lot of random J.R. Smith, like really great in game dunks. <laughs> Literally should have added, should have added him to my all time favorite seven. So He's the guy. J.R. Smith. Like I have oh some really God. great dunks that pop in my head, but for sure it's a no brainer for me. It's definitely Vince. That's the best dunk of all time. The other thing for me, guys, is you know we talk about James kind of said that he's not much of a team guy he's more of a player guy and so I'd be really interested to hear his uh, answer on this but like so far this year having the availability with league pass and all that stuff have you found yourselves a team that you think you enjoy most watching randomly or least you know Ooh. either way uh, least so, for sure oh go ahead go ahead no no so I mean I think Kyle and I are going to say the same thing for say the least Rockets, the, right? it's, it's the Rockets yeah, yeah. Okay. I absolutely cannot stand watching them. Like okay. if they're on TV, like on TNT, I I will watch them. So is else. it a no no doubt for both of you guys that that it, yeah. that is your least favorite? Okay. So is there one that on the other end of it that you know is like oh I actually really enjoy watching so and so. Well, like so I I really enjoy the uh, the Clippers, but once again that's just because it's kind of that thing of like I love watching Kawhi play. I like seeing how his teams form, but I. I find myself. I really like if the Heat are playing. I like watching yeah, the Heat I like watching play that too. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. definitely yeah. one of, in, in in the lineup for sure. Yeah, I have two that come to mind. Um, first is Boston. 
Uh, yeah. I like watching that yeah. play. I think that team is really, really good and could definitely be in the finals. I think the Heat and Boston are two teams that could definitely be in the finals out of the East. I know I'm not spitting you know, prophetic things here or whatever, but they're unbelievably good. Just the way that... I think, and I think those are both teams. They both share the ball really well. Uh, Miami might be a little bit more like edgy where they're going to, you know, they're going to push the limits and, and try to get into people. I think Boston's more of like a finesse team. Yeah. Uh, the other team that came to mind is if they could figure out the coaching uh, is your Denver Nuggets. Yeah. Uh, I enjoy, I know we go back and forth because I'm a Wolves guy. You're a Nuggets guy. They're both in the same division, but the Nuggets don't have to worry about the Wolves for years and years. I, uh, I, I just enjoy watching Jokic. I enjoy watching Murray. Uh, when MPJ plays, he's uh, incredibly so smooth he looks like he's been out there forever uh i'm not a, we've talked about i'm not a huge Millsap guy yeah gary harris has looked like i i, I like he's 50 years old this isn't year that, but isn't that your well, james's boy though i did like I, I really like gary harris but this year i literally don't know what he's doing this year <laughs> he's falling he's falling like, off a cliff literally <laughs> just nosedive I, off a cliff i think i think the nuggets are hands down the most frustrating team to watch i agree there this year like just with the talent they have but i'm uh, sorry to cut you off kyle they, but they my goodness yeah all that talent but i think it, it kind of gets to some of the other points that they don't have a guy that has that dog in them yeah. you know what i yeah. mean like sure. that that guy that just says you know fuck it i've got this yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah right you right. know they that guy just you know that that's kind of what kills them i think definitely yeah the last thing i'll say on that one is uh shout out to the nuggets for malik beasley he looks really good in yeah, turbos shut jersey. up man <laughs> shut up should have been gary <laughs> you uh, leave gary alone yeah that's your boy you guys love gary remember that one year i was like i literally gary harris can it. go you guys were like no man he's awesome and then he was kind of good and then now he's just back to regular gary. literally there is if you go to the anything but credible website <laughs> there is a blog post on gary harris and why he's one of the most yeah. underrated players in the league yeah i think i wrote that last year so <laughs> Hasn't aged well, but uh, yeah, I, I would say Boston and Denver for me. Who who do you got for most and least favorites to watch, Dukes? You know, surprisingly, the Houston isn't the least favorite for me. I don't, I don't know. I just, I really, I, I'm, I, I'm, I watch Harden in all. I really do, and I know you guys hate that, but I would hate to be on his team. But damn, man, just watch. <laughs> If you just exclude everyone else on the court except for him, it's really <laughs> impressive. <laughs> well, is it because you like watching a guy that's allowed to take four or five steps to get separation? Yeah, I think it's just. I think it's to be honest with you, I think it's just pure jealousy that I can't move my feet <laughs> like him. His foot, his footwork is unbelievable, and I'm just like, you know what? I I've come to the realization that I think that he just gets away with it because everyone respects his footwork that much. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I know that's not really what it is, but <laughs> Jesus, his feet are just lightning fast. I mean. I've never seen that guy do like speed ropes or like football speed drills, <laughs> yeah, but the, I bet you his feet. Cone drill. He literally, have you ever seen him run? He actually runs on his, the very tip of his toes. Tip, yeah. yeah. The whole third of, back third of his foot doesn't even touch the ground. <laughs> it's insane. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so who is my least favorite? Um, I don't. You texted me about this uh, a couple days ago. Oh, uh, who did I say? I said, um, oh, yeah, yeah, it's Portland. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt about it. I hate. Watching Portland. Oh my God, do I hate them. And I'm sorry. I love Dame. I think CJ's good. But dude, I know Dame's balling, but yeah. he sh he shoots a lot. Like he shoots, he pulls up from like 40 feet oh, a yeah. lot. The guy, who, the guy who just talked about James Harden is going <laughs> to bitch about Dame Lillard pulling up from wherever and 
The problem is, dude, is that uh, Harden them pull out the wins, though, man. Like Dame, Dame, and those guys, like, dude, he he shoots like a lot, and this is a weird dynamic. I don't know, man. Maybe it's just maybe it's just because the team's not as good as Houston. I don't know what it is, but I I could watch Houston over Portland any day. Is that weird? I, that probably is weird saying that out loud. Uh, but I will say that my the flip side of it, weirdly enough, the teams that I really enjoy, Nuggets aside, of course, is um, I really, bef- pre-Zion, I really actually weirdly yeah. enjoy New Orleans. Now that he's yep. there, that's like a given. Yeah. Um, I'm watching. And the other thing that really died off but started off hot was I really enjoyed watching the Hornets play. I was say, yeah, Charlotte's the Hornets were so fun. Uh, but not so yeah. much lately. I think it's going to go down even more downhill yeah. with the with the season ending. But yeah, um, Man, I can't tell. You know, people out there streaming legally or illegally or whatever with League Pass and all stuff. Not all the bad teams are fun to watch, but yeah. every once in a while you get some bad teams like the Hornets that are just like, man, these guys are young. They're flying around, yeah. everyone jumping, dunking on everybody. Devontae, like, yeah. Bridges, like, Malik Monk, if he would, if they would just play him more. Terry Rozier, yeah, I like I like the Hornets. He got a fun, it's a fun two K lineup squad, too. Yeah. yeah, that's my other question to you guys. When it comes to two K. Who do you think? Now, there's a difference between having like, oh, I love watching this lineup play, and oh, I love playing 2K with this lineup. It, do you have <laughs> a 2K lineup that Ooh. is, you know, maybe not kind of unsuspecting or, or different from your actual like real game lineups? Uh, I'm trying to think. <laughs> is this after I make a whole bunch of trades? Yeah. <laughs> this is just straight up like if we just play me and you with the real roster teams. Ah, oh, damn. Okay. Uh, I honestly, because I I can jump in here if you want, because I, I I don't dude, know, I probably play I mean, I was I, like Boston, like I mean, just because yeah. they have a bunch of scorers, a bunch of shooters. Okay, and, playing with Kemba and, and yeah. Tatum is fun, but this is also different because you know I always complain about the different tiers and all that stuff. But one of the teams that I like weirdly play with decently was uh the Kings. <laughs> That's really <laughs> random. Yeah, it's really dude, random. They're like really fast. Darren Fox is so damn yeah, fast. Yeah, they're fast. <laughs> really the fast. ball goes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's not. It's I'm trying to think of other teams that I've that I've played with. Now that I'm thinking of NBA teams, I can think of three. That's how it works. Uh, <laughs> I mean, obviously, it's a given. I'm like 45 and 0 with the Nuggets, but like you know, um, the the other you know, honestly, the other one too is on with Zion back too is oh, the Pelicans God, have yeah. a great They're 2K lineup. Yeah. yeah, and you can just have JJ post up in the three. Yeah. Know, in the corner. Yeah, him and great. Ingram. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I yeah, I would say Boston. Um, just with, just because they have a bunch of scoring. And, yeah, I heard James when he plays two K, he just makes a lineup and it's just all Gary Harris, all five, <laughs> <laughs> starting five. Actually, so I get on, like I said, I get on these weird kicks and like <laughs> he's probably playing my this. my my last lineup <laughs> consisted of of uh, Justice Winslow running the point. What? Uh, yeah, yeah. No, go with me, Josh Jackson at the two. Um. <laughs> Andrew Wiggins at the three. Oh my god! Yeah, no. Wiggins so, really <laughs> like, we get these, we get these weird ass lineups because then I'm like, this is gonna work, and then we have one guy that can score <laughs> the whole time, and and then I get angry. But uh, yeah. no, I like I, honestly like uh, Memphis. I enjoy Memphis. Oh yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. they're fun. Definitely. Ja is unbelievable. Jackson. Like that's the thing. I I play. Of course, I play with the Wolves a lot, and running the pick and pop with Russell and Towns now that that roster is out is I mean it's borderline unstoppable <laughs> like, yeah, so, like Russell just gets to the basket and finishes the contact or Towns just goes to the three point line and doesn't miss so and yeah, Malik, like, on, re- Malik of course just drains shut up <laughs> re- real quick on that like now that 
now that the Timberwolves have Russell and Carl Anthony Towns, like is the most Terrence. important is the most important trade piece in the NBA now, Jalil Okafor. What? Because, wait, like, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Hold wait, no, hear, hear me out. Still Here's why. They're, they're all best friends. So, like, is that how Minnesota <laughs> keeps Carl Anthony Towns happy? I didn't happy? know about Okafor. I know that yeah. uh, Devin Booker is part of that group, so I'm hoping that the Suns, Suns give us Booker now. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. I, I'm all about the revival of Jaleel Okafor. I know. I wrote. I think so, uh, another piece that I wrote last year. I think was that Jaleel Okafor is. Uh, you love him. Is still a yeah. good NBA player. Do you th- do you still think that? <laughs> Honestly, I, I don't know. Guys, I think I, just, I think dude, he like legitimately just needs to play. Guys, like, your take you know on who Jaleel and you know Perry who I not think, great. <laughs> hey, you leave him alone, and like Jabari Parker is about to have a breakout year. Mm. So as soon as he gets back on the court, I think, yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh. Yeah, I, I still do like Jaleel. I think he just needs like, he just needs to go to some like shitty team. Like, go. Who needs a center that's really terrible? Like, the Timberwolves. <laughs> don't, they could don't always use a real center. Actually. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we're moving on from that point. Uh, I've got I've got one real quick. Okay. Yeah. What do you this got? might have been one that I stole from you, Kyle, but I'm going to take credit for it. Do it. Uh, <laughs> Well, you know, as we know, there's some turmoil of brewing in Philadelphia. Mm. Oh yeah, and, I was and if yeah, if you're if you're taking one of their two main pieces, are you keeping Ben Simmons? Or are you keeping Joel Embiid? I have that question written down as well. I, I was gonna wow. that was not gonna be my last question, but I literally have it written down. Wow. Uh, and I, I legitimately wrote as my answer. I honestly don't have an answer. Because it depends on <laughs> it depends what on your Sixers other game you watch. No, it depends on your other four, doesn't and, it? So I think the thing is, it depends who you trade, like what you can get for either of those guys. Because I think well, if you keep... So when Embiid was out for whatever, when he was hurt, Simmons was unbelievable. He was so good. He was like looked like a totally different player. He was getting to the basket. He was, you know, he still doesn't shoot threes, which is fine because if you have guys that like Harris and Josh Richardson... And even Horford, like if Horford's out there as your five and he's hitting shots, he's open, then I think Simmons is the guy you want. But when Simmons doesn't play, Embiid looks really good. So I think the I think the question is, if they get bounced in the first or second round of the playoffs, what is their answer? Because I think Brett Brown has to go. I was shocked yeah. last year when they brought him back that he they came yeah. back because after they lost, all anybody talked about for a week was Oh, who are the, who is Philly going to get for their coach? Brett Brown's got, and then yeah. they gave him a fucking extension. It's yeah. like, what are you doing? Right? Because he doesn't know how to handle those two guys, and I just think it's really hard because Simmons doesn't shoot threes. So I don't know if there's a coach out there that. I mean, if, obviously, if they got Brad Stevens or Spolstra or somebody, that's a totally different thing. But if you just get an average NBA coach and put that guy in there, I don't think they're going to be successful because both of those guys need the paint. Embiid needs to stop shooting threes because he's terrible at it. Every time he shoots a three. The other team should like celebrate and give him, uh, I, I don't some money or he's, something because it's like dude, he's at least get he's at least down ser- he's at least serviceable at it though. Yeah, that, that's like the, he, if if he's running like pick and pops and he shoots like two or three a game, that's fine. But yeah, I think he definitely belongs down low. If I was Philly, oh, yeah. I think the guy you I think you trade Simmons because I think he gets you more in return. I think a lot of teams will look at Embiid and say. I with his injury history with guys that size, they don't really age that well, but. I think if you're Philly, you trade Simmons, see what you can get for him, and keep Embiid and build around that with Richardson, Tobias Harris, you have for like five years. Horford, they just signed like a three-year deal. Um, 
I think if you can just get a point guard in there that can shoot, and I think the biggest thing they did that was a mistake this year was letting JJ go because that was the guy that if they had him on yep. the three point line, that just unlocked their offense mm-hmm. to it because guys couldn't sag off of Simmons and yep. help down low. Yep. So I I, t- I take Embiid, but I think it just depends on what kind of team you want. What about you, James? Where are you, where are you going? Oh, so I have a very strong disdain for Ben Simmons. Um, but I also don't like Embiid either, um, even though he's former Jayhawk. Uh, <laughs> no, I think so. There hasn't been in the most in today's NBA, there hasn't been a team that has really won with their best player being the center. Yeah. Um, and on the other side of that is, you know, you look at how they constructed Milwaukee, right? Like Giannis mm-hmm. is. A, a stronger version of Ben Simmons, but they're that same type of player. Like Giannis can't shoot to save his life, but you've got Chris Middleton, you got Pat Connaughton. I mean, you know, Lopez is standing out there hitting threes, and yeah. the ageless wonder Ilya Silva is <laughs> is still hanging out. Oh man, God, you know. And I, so I think I think with that, you know, Kyle thinking practically, yeah, you probably get rid of Simmons because you can get something for him. Um, and as much as I hate Simmons, I think in today's NBA, he's the one you have to keep because it's a lot easier to find shooting and like a serviceable big guy. I mean, look at Andre Drummond, right? He get you know, 20 points, 15 rebounds, but that doesn't mean as much as it did when, you know, Tim Duncan was doing it. Yeah. So, so I think you got to go with Simmons on that one. All right, you're the Dugan. You're the. Uh, I don't. I. I. I can't give. You, I can't give you an answer. I think. Wow. Because, no, honestly, because it, it, I. It, I think it depends on the other four that you have. If you have the team right now, like, I don't know. You might as well just keep Simmons because they can't shoot at all anyway. But yeah. like, if you get some shooters in there, then you know. I don't know. I, I don't know. But I will say this. This is what I'll. I'll, I'll I'm gonna exit this con- this topic on, on this. Okay. I want to give a shout out to uh, the Zach Lowe podcast because he had Pablo Torre on the other day, mm-hmm. and he got said something that got me so excited. And what he said is, just think about this for a second. He was saying that he he wants um, uh, Ben Simmons to be Houston's center. There are five. Imagine that, <laughs> that for a awesome. second. Tell me that would I, make that team so much fun to watch. Yeah, I'd watch I, that. <laughs> I I think I think that would be great because Ben Simmons would beat the shit out of James Harden <laughs> physically. He would just physically beat the shit out of him. Can you just because, picture? Well, just picture. I know that they, they're not. They don't do this right now. But can you imagine a James Harden and Ben Simmons pick and roll? I mean, no, that'd be kind it, of fun. No, why not? How how are you going to keep no? Because look, I, I you, just, you, you can't I, switch that. If you're a point guard and you switch to Simmons, he's going to post you up. He's six ten. You're you're done. And then if you switch, you switch your big guy on James Harden. Roast. See, ya, you're roasted. Done. Yeah, okay, but you've got. So what we're forgetting is you've also got Russell Westbrook, who's batshit crazy. And <laughs> then now you have three ball dominant players. Like you think Ben Simmons is going to work hard without the ball? We've watched him not do that for his entire NBA career. I love. I love. J- J- you know why I like talking to James is because he always goes for the team chemistry it's and true. the work yeah. effort and always. the work ethic. I like that. He goes. He goes deep, and I, I appreciate that. Yeah. Well, that's what. Well, because that's what. If you ever watch my or look at my NBA teams, like their morale, my NBA two K teams, their morale is very high. Like we're all about like as you know, I'm I'm all about like, hey, you're are you happy? Because I'm happy. I'm happy if you're happy. <laughs> 
Yeah, I, I think uh, I don't know if it would work, but I would love to see it would be. Simmons in Houston. I think it would just be so interesting. It would be. It would be fun. If anything, it would it'd be. be fun. It, I, if anything, it'd be more interesting to see if there's a locker room brawls. I, I do. Yeah, I would that. just. I well, could you imagine? Like, look at what James Harden like. He berates Ben McLemore, who's having <laughs> like just this. All like I forgot Ben McLemore was in the NBA. He was all for of a sudden, while. Like yeah, all of a sudden he's doing well, and like he'll make. Like not even a real mistake. He'll like stand like too close to James Harden. James Harden be like, "Get the fuck out of here!" Like, what are you doing? And you're like, oh. <laughs> "All right, I have one question that we can get out of here. One, one final question, uh, and it's a question that uh, you hear all the time. But if you were to change one thing in today's NBA, what would it be? Oh, I know right away. Okay. I, I got, I got stuff. I mean, I got, I got lists of okay. stuff. What do you got? The Maybe number one, one, the number one thing. One or two. I'll give you two. Okay, two. Two. Okay, well, I'll say this. The number one, people won't care about this that much, but it's two European rules that we should adopt. Number one, uh, the biggest thing is we should adopt the, the, on the rim, you can play the ball, okay? Mm. People, it will not happen as often as you think, and if it does, it changes the whole defensive dynamic of the what of, of your entire operation. You, you, you can literally have somebody just sit there and hit the ball as soon as it hits the <laughs> rim. Like, think about that. It could change the game. And it could really adjust for people to just, you know, people who say, oh, I hate them shooting 45 threes. Well, if that ball doesn't hit the rim, if it hits the rim, you could have somebody, you know what I mean? It yeah. could be a totally different game. It could be really fun. The second thing is, um, and on top of that, by the way, you know, that's legal when they play in the Olympics and all yeah, stuff. Yeah. It really yeah, does yeah. not happen that much. And it drives me crazy because the USA is just so much better than anybody. And last Olympics too, like they should have done it way more than they did. Yeah, they just yeah. don't think about yeah. it because they're not used to it. Second thing is, is this is the small thing that nobody's really going to care about, but I think that they should have the same uh, lane dimensions as Europe, uh, European basketball, which is that it doesn't, it's not a straight line. Like where you line up for your free throws, it yeah, actually right. goes out. It's wider. And what that does is if you're going to do this stupid ass charge lane, then you, that has to widen and go out further, which it does. So it's not a lot further, but what it does is it causes you more room. First of all, it gives more people to. Not that we ever call three seconds in the NBA. They do that in international basketball. It gives you a little bit more room. Uh, it gives you a little bit less room, I'm sorry. So you're, you're kind of, oh, no, I got to do something. And then when you're there and you're going for the charge, now it gives you a little bit more room. Um, like, I, I guess it, it cuts off your room, more susceptible for a charge. But in my mind, that's just going to be more blocks. And that goal is to get less charges. I hate, I hate the charge. Yeah. If you ask me what is the most ridiculous thing that you would want, I say eliminate the charge as a whole, figure out some kind of method to where you can stand. What, what, I don't know how it works, but I just hate charges. And also, I'm just going to throw this out here before I s send it to James. I don't care what anybody says. I think it is low, and I think it's pathetic that Kyle Lowry got two charges in an all-star <laughs> game. If I was yeah. anybody on the other team, I would have slapped the shit out of him. Yep. I don't care. Yep. I don't care. Yep. All right. Uh, James, what do you got? One or two, one or two things, rules, random things that you'd like to see. Change. Oh, random things. So here's what I would. Whatever you want. Oh, no. So here's what I, here's what I would like. I, so, and th this would be adopted in all sports for me, but in particular the NBA, because I think your boy, you know, Harden, Rashid, uh, you know, all those guys that I think, unless you're the captain, like, unless you're like the captain of your team, you shouldn't be allowed to talk to the ref. And like, like, it just drives me nuts. I think I should be allowed to tee you up. But on the other side of that, I think if you're a guy playing defense and James Harden just drives by you, trips over his fantastic feet, 
I, I hear he's got great footwork, <laughs> but like trips over his feet, flings the ball into the stands and they call a foul. I think you as a defender should be allowed to challenge. And then if it's found that, oh, hey, you didn't touch him, um, you should be allowed to shave a piece of his beard off. Ooh, <laughs> I like that. That's good. Uh, no, no. Well, no. And then in all honesty, because I, I have soccer background, I would I would be very uh, happy to see them start giving out technicals for like flopping. Like it doesn't happen as much as it used to. Yeah. But it still drives me nuts when guys just flail to the ground yeah. and you're like, get, well, get up. So that's another thing, too, is like a flopping is a big thing for me, too. But I think that they're for me, like, by the way, I said that I had a whole list, right? This is definitely one on the list. But like one of them is like, I don't know if you're ever going to get to a point like in game because the refs just fall for that. It's just they're yeah, so pathetic. But I think there should right. be some kind of penalty system after the game where somebody actually yeah. says, Foshe, you were the ref today. I saw three flops in here. Your your ass is getting fined. Like yeah. the refs never get fined. That's yeah, true. Fine. Oh, them. I agree. Fine. Yeah, I agree. I I think the refs should get fined, and then, like, just for fairness, I think like for the next like in the next game, if you're the player that flopped and got away with it, uh, it should be like for the first three minutes, like teams are allowed to be uh, as physical with you. Yeah. As they want, without a foul being called. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe just you guys just beating the shit out of each right, other. And right. Or maybe like, if what? you're like a repeat offender, maybe you lose a foul. Maybe yeah. you you only get five that game or something. Yeah. Or maybe, yeah. Maybe you get hit in the like knee with a chair. Like, I don't know. It's <laughs> weird. Maybe you get your career destroyed. Like you just. Well, yeah. It's over. Well, like I mean, it's not like it's not like a hard chair, right? It's like a really like just one that's enough to not cause ligament Ooh, damage. Okay. Yeah, okay. That's good. So, so I, I I thought you were really going with. Uh, something that we've talked about before being a soccer fan, uh, a relegation system, which would be interesting oh, across all yeah, sports. Yeah, I would love that. Where like, the bottom three teams get relegated to a lower league and whoever finishes top three in the, top, that's in the, the bottom league gets relegated yeah, that's, up. The, that's the best I rule. think every American sport should seriously consider that. Yes. It would be really cool. But yes. that's, that's uh, the best. I, I love that. Two things that, that I have written down. One, uh, one is just one big thing. It's eliminate conferences, make the playoffs one through sixteen and divisions. And I really, yeah, divisions just are, get rid I mean, of pointless. That, yeah, just, but to bet on, to bet fun. on. That's it. That's it. Uh, and as part of that, I think it would be awesome to see. And I know the league's talked about this to see whatever, whenever the playoffs come out one through sixteen, you televise it. You have one guy from every team there, and the teams actually get to pick who they play in the playoffs. So if you're the number one seed, you get the one, you get the first pick. You can pick the 16 seed, or if there's somebody that you match up with better, you get to pick that team. I think it See, makes it so interesting. I think it gives that team that whoa. is picked, just gives them a chip on their shoulder and say, yeah. fuck that. Like, yeah. You picked us first. We're going to come out here and try to bust your ass. And I I just think it would be so interesting. There are a lot of conversations talk. about, ne- yeah. not necessarily the player, but there are, there are conversations about some kind of setup to where that team as a whole picks. Yeah. Uh, yeah or And I, I, I personally, I think it'd be awesome. I, I love that. Yeah. There, they're talking about doing that in baseball. Yeah, I saw that in baseball. To, I, that, which will be cool, but I think it's cool. But to go off the relegation system, I also think something that'd be fun is mid-season because the season is long. But it it'd be pretty cool to have like a mid-season tournament that involves sure. like the Spanish league and yeah. like just kind of you know just kind of get like that whole you know and uh, you know I don't know if. Uh, dudes knows, you know, with the UEFA championship and all these different mm-hmm. teams from different leagues are playing each other. Yeah. Like, that'd be fun. Like, then you get to see, like, Luka Doncic before, you know, yeah. you even know he exists, right? Like, I think that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. And I think if you, like, that with that midseason tournament, I think if you, 
whoever wins that tournament or whatever, they get an increased chance at a top 10 pick or whatever. Some, some kind yeah. of incentive I think would be really cool to see. The other uh, rule or thing that I would like to change is for us to go back in the draft and have the Timberwolves draft Steph Curry oh, with one of those it. two picks stop it. instead of taking Ricky Rubio and Johnny Oh Flynn. my God. <laughs> Dude, wait, what? Yeah. They took now, Johnny Flynn and uh, Ricky Rubio before Steph Curry. So, so here's the thing, and now I have a very good memory. I, uh, I love Johnny would, Flynn. Kyle and I would play NBA a freshman year of college, and uh, he would do everything he could to draft Ricky Rubio. Yeah, I love Ricky uh, Rubio too. Yeah. You know, yeah. hindsight's always twenty twenty. Yeah, that's uh, fair. And I did a uh, James will speak. I did create an all point guard NBA two K <laughs> team, and my God, it was fun. Uh, it, yeah. Do you guys have any? So that, that's so, that's. I think that's the question that we're going to close out on. Do you guys have any closing remarks that you'd like to end this podcast? Yeah, I would. I would. I would like to just say that I, I'm. I apologize to Kyle Lowry. I went on a uh, charge fueled. No uh, rant, and I, I just for the public out there, I, I would not slap him. I'm sure he's a very nice guy. I just I, got fired up. I just hate charges. It's right. funny you mentioned that. I just I have a question written down that your least favorite star player today, and my two guys are James Harden and Kyle Lowry. So, uh, it's it's you know I, I, that's just it goes off of that. I mean, but. people love Kyle Lowry. I just I'm sorry, I'm just not I'm not there. But uh, you know, as a person, as an individual, I'm sure he's great. So, okay, sorry, Kyle Lowry. So that's your closing remark. Your apology to Kyle Lowry, James. Do you have any closing <laughs> remarks before we get out of here and end this? I do. Yeah, no. Well, first of all, I appreciate you guys having me on. One thing that, like, I never got clarification on is, like, I'm pretty sure, like, the last time I was on, we did, like, our our movie star, deceased movie star draft and all that stuff. And, like, I'm pretty sure, like, I won, (laughs) but there was never any, like, you know, actual thing. It was kind of like the Iowa caucuses, like, it (laughs) fell apart. And so... Like any natural person, I just announced that I won. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So I just yeah, wanted to take a moment. Yeah, I just wanted Anyone to else make sure. Yeah, saying, yeah. Like, like you guys knew that. Um, <laughs> well, but yeah. no, I, congratulations. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, if Facebook would Thank let me like you. put a poll up of more than just two options, I would have put a poll up. But apparently, you can only put <laughs> no. two options. So, uh, well, I appreciate <laughs> that. And then, like, because I won that one, like it was big because like I won that one for Gary Harris. Oh, okay. I was like, that's, that's who I wanted to put it out there. At for. least somebody's winning so. something for Gary Harris. <laughs> All right. So with that, we're going to get out of here. Shout out to James for coming on. Of course, we had a, we had a great conversation, a good time. We're definitely going to have him on more. Uh, we're going to do some, you know, what, March 13th. NBA. Yeah, he's coming in. He's coming into St. Louis. So we're going to try to get him maybe in the studio and we'll, we'll do something, whether it's NBA, whether it's who knows. You, you never know with us what we're going to do at the Going Off Topic podcast. Little Beersby. You never know. Yeah. Maybe, yes. we'll, maybe we'll just live stream Beersby. Yes. We'll, we'll live stream us. We're going to the Blues game that night. We'll just live stream us at the Blues game. Uh, do you have any questions for us at the Going Off Topic podcast? Let us know at goingofftopicpod at gmail.com. That's goingofftopicpod at gmail.com. Make sure to get your free audiobook on us at audibletrial.com slash goingofftopic. You know where to find us. All the social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, anythingforcredible.com for all of the uh, Going Off Topic blogs, podcasts, as well as Anything Incredible podcast. Shout out to Visitor Beats for the intro and outro groove. And as always, keep it off topic.